With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you're listening to the adventure on W4CY. America. It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY radio, and I'm very excited about our next guest, mainly because the song they just put out is so appropriate but not planned. So it's kind of incredible it's like almost like psychic here but we would definitely like to welcome to the show the messenger birds thank you for having me and th- and we have parker with us how are you parker i'm doing great how are you doing great doing great so uh play dead just for tonight i was watching the video and the part that really was eeriest most of all to me is the part where there were empty shelves in the stores yeah, I um, I went to Meyer one day uh, to grocery shop kind of early on in the, the state of lockdown kind of that we're in. And um, everybody had bulk bought uh, toilet paper, uh, paper towel, all the cleaning supplies. So I kind of was just walking down. I wasn't even going there to get that stuff, but I was, I was curious to see how rated it had been. And so I walked down those aisles and I just pulled out my phone and I was like, this is weird, man. And at that time, it wasn't even a, a plan to make a video for this song. Um, it was just me kind of taping my me walking down some aisles in Meyer, and I, I sent it over to my drummer, Chris, and was like, you got to see this. This is crazy. And a couple days before that, I had been in Meyer just before people actually started kind of staying home from work and, and businesses started just shutting down. And I had no anticipation of how crazy it was going to be. And and I waited in line for, I think, two hours and nobody was was distancing. Everybody was kind of backed up on each other. So uh, uh, after more information started coming out, I was like, oh, man, if if I had if there was ever a time that I was going to get the virus, it would have been that day. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know what? It, it's funny because I've been saying all along, like they closed down the restaurants and when the restaurants were open, I felt much safer going to a restaurant than I do going to a grocery store. I got to tell you. There, I do too. <laughs> there was nobody there and you were all separated in the grocery store. <laughs> I just drive by the grocery store and it looks like it's like Black Friday. I'm like, I'm out. 
I know, I know. I try to go like early as early in the day as I can when when people are either working from home or or some people still going to work, uh, depending on what the business is. But every once in a while, I, I end up having to go when a lot of people are there. But if, if I can manage it, I try to go when nobody else is going to be there. Yeah. And what is the deal with the toilet paper anyway? We, this is what we found out with this pandemic. When the apocalypse happens, the most valuable commodity is going to be toilet paper. You know, I didn't quite understand it myself. Um, <laughs> I, I think the what I'm finding now is the harder thing to find is cleaning supplies like disinfectant wipes and things like that. And I had a, a number of containers of it at, at my house and, and now I'm starting to run low and I'm like, man, I can't find this stuff anywhere. Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, before we got locked down, kind of, kind of like you, I'm, I mean, as a media person, I go on tour and I do these festivals and concerts and like I'm all over the place and I'm hardly ever home. So I get home and I go into my storage and I'm like, score! I had like a full thing of like m massive amounts of toilet paper and paper towels. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I don't even have to worry about the store now. <laughs> yeah, I actually went into, we had kind of a stash of, of cleaning supplies that we brought on tour with us the last time we went out. And um, we obviously are not going to be going on tour anytime soon. So I just kind of took that and, and that was my stash for a little while. And now that I'm running low i gotta gotta make a desperate run and try to find something somewhere absolutely so tell us about this song because you know a lot of people may think but and because of the timing but really this song was a concept before uh, covid19 so tell us what you were thinking when you were writing this song yeah um there's people call call attention a lot to the the grocery line and speaking of grocery stores but that line when i wrote it was more of a um kind of the idea of like i, I feel like i'm just gonna die doing something really insignificant you know that was really all that that was and then there was uh, a couple other lines that were that came straight out of news stories that i had read at the time and there was things about uh, people mailing pipe bombs to government officials and all sorts of conspiracy theories and I wish I could remember the specific articles off the top of my head, but uh, it was a lot of that stuff. And then uh, some conversations that I had had with people and just some of the weird things that were happening. Like, uh, you know, there was the the synagogue shooting, uh, mass shooting in Pittsburgh that I make mention of in the song. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, none of it really has anything to do with COVID-19, but um, some of our songs in particular, this one seemed to kind of relate a lot to what we're going through without, you know, actually directly relating to it. Yeah, well, you know what's amazing about this time, in speaking of conspiracies, which also mentioned in the song, is it seems that COVID-19 has opened up the box to every single conspiracy that has ever been since the beginning of time. <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, with with all the protests going on, and, and uh, it's coming out that, like, a lot of the people that are at the forefront of that are, are some of the anti-vaxxer um, activists and, you know, to, to nobody's surprise, I'm sure. But um, yeah, it's, it's really weird to see all that. Yeah. And so tell our listeners, you know, who have maybe never listened to you guys before, uh, if you could paint a visual to them of what the messenger birds sound like, what would that picture be? Um, 
I would say that uh, more than anything, it's it's loud. When you see it live, it's uh, you know you, we're just two people, and and a lot of people kind of assume at at first that you know we just present ourselves um, on the internet as as a duo, and that we play live with more people, and we don't. We we still play with just the two of us, and um, it's uh, throwing in as many layers as we can with as many different pedals and, and, and different, uh, pieces of gear that we can. And, uh, it's, it's loud, it's intense. It can be aggressive at times and, and, uh, kind of haunting at times. And it really kind of goes across the spectrum of different genres. Yeah. And you know, what I find amazing is, okay, throughout history, I found duos and trios. They're always seem to be for lack of a better way of putting it more talented musicians that pack more of a punch than if you had six seven eight people in the band it's almost like you're working harder and more creative yeah it really forces you to step outside the box and be more creative and you have to i know for myself like i'm multitasking more than any musician should have to on stage i you know i'm singing I'm pedal switching, I'm playing guitar, any of like the, the bass parts um, are also being played by me, uh, whether it's through just using an octave pedal or there are parts where I, I loop a rhythm part and then play leads over it and then loop more leads and kind of layer things. And it's a logistical nightmare for me on stage every time we play, but it's a necessity for us to exist. Yeah. And it's funny because uh he passed about a year ago, but our head engineer at the station, who was also one of my best friends, that's how I picked him to be our engineer like 13 years ago, because he was in a duo, and I always went and supported him, and uh, he would be up on stage playing guitar, singing, and messing with the mixer board the whole time, because he was such oh a perfectionist <laughs> of the sound. That's awesome. So, you know, I'm sure you can relate to that. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Chris, the, the drummer, you know, he, he isn't doing quite as much uh, technically um, w with gear as, as I am throughout the set. But, you know, over time, we, we always kind of find a way to add more things and, and, <laughs> and make our live show harder on ourselves. But I feel like that's, that's part of the fun of it for us and trying to find new ways to introduce new sounds or new ideas in and uh, new tools to throw in the mix. Absolutely. So how do our listeners connect you on social media, website, buy your music, all that good stuff? Um, so we've got a website that kind of links to everything, themessengerbirds.com. Uh, but we're also on, we post a lot on Instagram. That's probably our, our main social media that people interact with us on. And that's uh, the handle is at themessengerbirds. And then uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on uh, all of our music you can buy off of Bandcamp. And then got quite a few videos on youtube and i'm sure i'm forgetting something but i think that covers most of it yeah and did it kind of blow your mind that phantom limb had nearly five million spotify streams yeah i mean that blows our minds every every day I, we never expected it to blow up as much as it did and uh when when we first released it we were just kind of like yeah we really like this song we're pretty proud of it and then all of a sudden it had, you know, a million streams, two million streams, three million streams, and it just kept climbing. 
Wow. You know, that's the difference, I think, uh, one of the positive differences between music today and music before. Like, the music that got popular and was played a lot was because it was pushed by a record label, pushed by whoever, and you were chosen to be pushed. But nowadays, anybody can make music, and just literally anybody could end up with millions of streams if they have good music and they don't need the power of corporate America behind them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really anybody's game. And uh, there's no formula that works for everybody. Everybody kind of has a different way of doing it and has a different story of how they got where they are. You know, we've released multiple songs since Phantom Limb and none of them have done what Phantom Limb has done. So it's, I mean, part of it's timing, part of it's luck, part of it is you know, just the unknown variables that you could could not predict in a million years. So, you know, we're just along for the ride and whatever happens, we're we're happy with it. And uh, we're proud of what we're doing. Well, there you go. And that's the most important part. You know, when you play music, it should be something you want to play that you're having fun with and that you're proud of. And and then everything else falls into place. Yeah, that's number one. I think if if our kind of rule of thumb when we're writing stuff is if we like it, enough to put it out then you know we think that other people will too so as long as we love the the songs or the albums that we're making then then we're confident about them nice any final words for our listeners if you haven't heard play dead check it out phantom limb uh what you want to hear no pardon yeah i mean that hopefully uh we can connect to some new people while we're all locked down and Oh, there is one other thing. We we did start a uh, a podcast that we've been posting episodes on YouTube called um, We Got Ourselves and Kevin Into This. So uh, if if you're looking for another thing to kind of deep dive on, it's we talk to people that we work with in the industry, uh, friends of ours who are musicians or agents or managers or whatever, and we we talk about kind of the, the what they've been doing in in quarantine and and uh, how. This has affected the industry and then uh, all sorts of other goofy stuff, too. Very cool. Love it. You know, and that that's a cool other uh, cool time about nowadays is because you get to slow down a little bit and not be on the road all the time. You could get to do some more new and creative things. Yeah, we've been talking about doing it for a while. And then uh, we we figured it was kind of the perfect time because we didn't have anything else going on. So, uh, yeah, we started a podcast and we're still working on, on new music as well. But uh, but, yeah, just something fun to to pass the time and keep people updated and informed. Love it. Cool beans. And uh, so thanks for the great music and thanks for the new song. Uh, We all need new music during this time and uh, keep rocking. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You got it. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. (laughs) 